what we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome. Welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to doers, creators, artists, entrepreneurs, CEOs, innovators, hustlers, people in and around the world that, uh, you know, all of you are in your thing. You're on your vibe. You're doing something that's different. You're definitely drawing outside the lines and you're probably thinking way outside the box. And a lot of people might actually think you're crazy for it. And you're in luck because I bring on guests every single week. That would agree with you because they're doing the exact same thing. And you guys know um, my whole mission is always not to glamorize or glorify end success because it's not overnight. It's not, um, you know, it's it's often portrayed in media as like, here's the end results. And that's just not how things work. You guys know it's very much journey driven. And so I'm very fortunate that each week I bring on amazing guests that talk about, you know, what are they experiencing in real time? What have been leading up to some of their successes? Um, you know, how is that? you know, uh, molding and shaping their own personal growth, et cetera. So very grateful for each and every one of you guys, um, for all of you that are, have been around since the beginning, you guys know how much that means to me. For those of you that are a bit newer, I'm Matt Gottesman. Uh, welcome to the show. You guys can reach out to me at Matt Gottesman on Instagram for, you know, any and all my ventures. If you want to join in the conversation on the intersection of creativity and culture and entrepreneurship, you can go over to HDF magazine on Instagram and of course, uh, you can follow the show at Hustle Sold Separately on Instagram as well. And you guys know for the last seven years, I answer each and every single one of your DMs, your texts, your replies on the wall. Um, it's actually meant a lot to me. And uh, it's been great to actually grow with all of you. So I appreciate you guys in this community worldwide. And uh, I got another couple of amazing guests here in the studio today. Coley Arnold and Lindsay Holt. Um, they're founders of Junk in the Trunk Vintage Market, the Foundress and the Vintage Arcadia. We're going to talk about a lot of those. Um, well, we're going to talk about all those brands because we're circling back to the conversation of community. Obviously, you guys are all here because we're part of a community. You guys know how I feel about this in any brand that you launch. Um, it's about your service to the people that you are helping and then that relationship from them as well the feedback it's that ongoing you know um one-to-one and one-to-many that's actually what's helping build your brand in the first place i talk with so many companies all the time that they don't seem to under they miss this concept of community i'm like you're so worried about investors and so worried about all these other things when really it's just about going out to the very person that you are intending to help and their clones (laughs) and everybody else that represents that particular market or a group of people. And the more that you provide that value to them, they'll give you feedback. And then you'll be able to make your next decisions on what to do next. And then you all grow together. It's almost very familial. And some of the best, most you know, luxurious brands on the planet that I learned from taught me that. Like ignore the competition, ignore the, there is no competition, ignore the, the industry. You, know, you can know what's going on. But at the end of the day, it's just about the people you serve. That's it. Make your life a lot easier. And then from there, that'll grow into a lot of different things that you could have only imagined. So um, so I'm glad that Coley and Lindsay are here. Real quick uh, background on them. They met 12 years ago, became fast friends uh, while they were adventuring through the Canadian Rockies in Alberta. They began discussing their frustration over a lack of community and places to shop for vintage items in the greater Phoenix area. 
And while they were joking about starting their own event um, so they could shop themselves, their husbands didn't laugh. They thought actually it was a really great idea. Um, and they saw a business idea and encouraged them to pursue it. So the first market was held in a friend's backyard and they welcomed 23 vendors along with their own items that they had been saving for the event. The, listen to these numbers. This is incredible. Um, so the backyard market was assessed with over 600 people showing up, right? Park, cars parked everywhere. They knew they were onto something, began planning their next events, selected a venue, which is Westworld of Scottsdale. For those of you that don't know, like this place is massive, Westworld. Um, and they wanted to allow the markets to grow for years to come. In 2015, they welcomed over 35,000 shoppers for, to their events. Growth and expansion continued in 2015 and expanded a three-day Arizona market and the first out-of-state event in 2016 in San Diego. So both uh, Lindsay and Coley are thrilled to announce several exciting new projects in the coming months as they continue to share their love for all things. I like this when I ask you, <laughs> chippy, rusty, and vintage and handmade. Um, and so I'm really grateful. I know they're very busy. They've got like a million things going on. We're going to talk about each of them, but thank you both for being in the in the studio with me. <laughs> Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, 35,000 people. When I saw that, I'm like, <laughs> that sounds so impressive. <laughs> it is. I, it is. I feel like sometimes when you're when you're in it, it doesn't it doesn't like register. I don't think it never don't does feel that. Yeah. No. Well, it and I like and that. I think as entrepreneurs, we're always wanting that next big yeah jump, right? That next <laughs> exciting goal or whatever, and so. A lot of times, my husband is like, "Are you are you freaking kidding me? Like, look backwards and right. look where you came from, and stop like, because I'll be like, oh, we didn't hit our next goal, which is what whatever that next thing right. is.'" And he's like, "Dude, in <laughs> almost nine years, you've grown so much, and you've you've done things that nine years ago we would have been like, there's no way, right? We would ever be able to do that, and and here we are. And so it's it is that perspective. Sometimes hearing other people say it out loud, we're like, oh." You yeah, know, we're badasses. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know, that's the only part of the show. I love the bio because it's the only time we actually do talk about the quote unquote successes. Right. Yeah. Because everything else is kind of about the, the growth, right? <laughs> the hard part. But, <laughs> but it's interesting because you're absolutely right. And every entrepreneur says the same thing like, huh, I, I didn't even realize that. I'm like, we have to take yeah. time to celebrate because right. the natural way of our being is mm -hmm. just constantly building on our, our highest and best self. So we're always moving past that. We don't normally take time to celebrate enough right. of our victories it's, because we're like, oh, that's so true. It's great. And then we but keep moving. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. And, well, and we celebrate others so well. Right. Yeah, I am, exactly. I'm like the first in line to be like, you got 100 people, you know, at your whatever, your event, like high five. That's amazing. But yeah. I can't do that for myself, you know, yeah. so. Um, good lessons. <laughs> it, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, the first question is the only question that's ever the same. And I want each of you to take your time, you know, with this. How do we get here to today? And you can go as far back as you want. Some people have heard me say this before. Like, there have been people who've literally gone all the way back to the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> no, I'm being like literally like somebody actually did it on one of the podcasts. Um, but, you know, childhood to or college or whatever, however far back you want to go. But the context that helps us like. Because community has been an aspect of you building over the last, you know, nine plus years. Um, but there's also things that led up to before then. You can go as far back as you want. But, you know, walk us to, to like how we got here today and, and the coming together of you and you guys, each of your own journeys. Yeah. Who, who, wants to, who, wants, who wants to batter up <laughs> well, first? <laughs> well, the first thing that comes to my mind when, when you ask that question is I think from the very beginning before we even started any of our businesses. I think both of us in our own had this desire and um, even just in our own homes to be hospitable and to bring people in and create community and a loving space in our own homes. And so I feel like we had that from the very beginning. We knew that we had a passion for that. And then it has turned into 
many other things along the way and maybe four businesses along the way. But um, I think from the very beginning, that's where it started. I think we both have always had that desire to make people feel comfortable, to make them feel at home, to help them create beautiful spaces in our own home. Um, and I think that's where it all started. Yeah, I agree. We actually, and you mentioned, um, and we'll talk about it more later, but we just opened our own, our first store here in um, Phoenix. And my friends came to visit us on like, we had friends and family night and their seven-year-old little boy who's friends with my son, he came over to me and said, Miss Coley, it feels like home in here. (laughs) And I literally teared up because I was like, Thank you. Like, that's, that's the it. biggest compliment. I don't care how much money we make. I don't care. Like, everything else could be a failure. But we made you feel comfortable in our space that we created. And that is what it boils down to for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we – that community, that desire to bring people together and support each other and encourage people, like, that's what we wanted. We wanted people to be, come here and in all of our businesses, mm-hmm. all of our spaces, and just feel like they're part of the crew and and um, – that they're, they just fit in and they're home, really. Walk me through that moment where you guys had this epiphany <laughs> and your husbands thought, no, there's a business here and you running with it. And then and the concept of like, what were you noticing that was missing? And then you said, you know what? I think we got a shot. Let's try it out. Well, I think when, when so rewind like eight, nine years ago, Lindsay was pregnant. Well, no, I guess 12 years ago when we first met, really. Because I had just had my son, and Lindsay was pregnant with her first, and we met at a church group. We were <laughs> leaders of a young married cup group, which was funny. We should not have been leaders of anything at that point. But <laughs> someone was thank you sucker. for being honest. Yeah, someone was a sucker, and they're like, "You look gullible. You'll do it." Yeah. It was probably like more like we volunteered ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> like someone volunteered. So yeah, we didn't know what we were doing. Um, but going back to that space, and then we became friends, kind of. Like Lindsay said, we both had that desire to make our home feel comfortable and warm and inviting and kind of loving where you live through not having any money and not having the (laughs) means to go out and buy stuff. So we really did accidentally start this kind of trend of going, well, I can't afford to go buy a new couch, but my couch, my, you know, my son just threw up all over our couch. I have have to get a new one. So we're like dumpster diving. We're pulling things out of alleys. We're repainting things. We're we're upholstering things. Um, and it became this, like, people would come over to our houses and go, oh, my gosh, will you do that for me? Will you paint this dresser for me? Will you right. make this sign for me? And Lindsay was selling on Etsy and um, and Craigslist. I was selling on Craigslist. And so we were kind of accidentally kind of doing our own little side hustle thing. We were moms. Stayed, we stayed at home. And there was part of us that wanted some sort of creative outlet that mm-hmm. wasn't our children, you know, something that was yeah. our own thing. Some mom time. Yes. <laughs> selfish, <laughs> like not selfish, but, you know, me time. And through that, it was kind of like natural. Like we had people just go, well, can you do that for me? Can I buy something from you? Can I do this? And so we kind of branched out and threw things on Craigslist. We had like a, a boutique sale in, in my front yard where we just kind of sold the things that we had been working on. And... At first, we were like, well, why don't we go find a show to sell our stuff? Like, we could we could just have a booth somewhere. That sounds great. Well, there wasn't anywhere to have a booth. Mm. And so we looked around. There was one little um, kind of pop-up market, and she had like 15 vendors. And we ended up actually being accepted as one of the vendors. So we were really stoked. And then she kind of had some family stuff and ended up not having the, the market. And Well, we had so much stuff 
pile that because we were ready well, to like, that was like, that was like a, a year <laughs> yeah. a year length of time where wow. we were like we were ready to do something yeah and she kind of like wasn't doing anything because she had other stuff going on yeah and we were, <clears throat> we were sitting there kind of we were actually on our vacation in canada and we were like well what a bummer like we were really excited about <laughs> right. this like you know and and our husbands were like why don't you do your own like there's just you know a bunch of people in the valley. You you know creative people that are already having their own businesses and already selling. So there's no reason why you can't do this. And we were like, yeah, yeah, we can totally. And so we kind of had started our conversations like on that trip, and we got back and hit the ground running. Her husband like set us up for an LLC without nice. us knowing it. He like made right. us official because he's an accountant. <laughs> we all had to be official, even though we thought this was going to be like a. Once and done, like, well, this is fun. This is cute. You know, a little backyard, like, had glorified for you. garage he, sale. He yes. had the big vision. He had he did. Big we did, we vision. did not have that vision at that you point. Know. And they also wanted to clear our garages out. So they were really supportive. They're like, yeah. yes, if we help them, we'll get our garages back. <laughs> right. Which has not happened. Right. Yet. So there were some self motivating <laughs> no. factors oh, in there, sure. of course. Right. Exactly. Sure. Definitely selfish. You should do this over there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Somewhere else. Not here. <laughs> but yeah, I think. Um, and then we ended up kind of throwing together a market, and it was one of our vendors put it in the newspaper in the Arizona Republic, and it was just like a "What's going on this which, weekend?" kind which of. Which like let's just ad. say nine years ago, a few more people read the newspaper <laughs> than they do today. I get it. I, think, I get it. So the what? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? What's that? Yeah. What's that? I I've feel like these. now you say that yeah. people are like millennials. The newspaper is something that's made out that? of paper, like, <laughs> has the news on it. Um, but yeah, they put it in the newspaper. We had 600 people show up to my friend's backyard. And wow. I mean, there was miles of cars. The cops came and were like, like you can't do this. Like, this is <laughs> actually illegal. Um, we were, we did central checkout. There was a huge yeah. line and I was literally dancing for people, like trying to distract them from <laughs> yeah. getting pissed off and like leaving so that they would still buy the stuff. And in that, we, we were open for like, I think five hours. We sold $15,000 worth of stuff. Wow. And we kind of Welcome looked at each other like, money. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe that that actually worked, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, you, you know, everything I like about that, and I want to hear if you know if you want to add to that, that journey at all, but everything I like about that is you are constantly trying to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. So at each step, and it's funny how you, you know you're in the right lane when each new problem solved has a new problem to solve. <laughs> it's so true. And, so, we're still and, problem solving. Right? And problem. Exactly. And that's why things, I think, just naturally and progressively get bigger and bigger. Because I, I think now of even more recent things where like I'm involved in something and I'm like, boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> like, like very Ron Burgundy. Yeah. But it's like very like, man, that, that because each thing kept leading another. And then also in this modern creative world that's also technologically driven, you use a lot of these platforms right from the very mm -hmm. get-go, you know, Craigslist and Etsy and like all that, you know, being at the forefront of those things. Right. And, um, you know, that's the world we live in. That's why these new concept businesses are able to, you know, not only launch, but do very well. Well, and like we had just, Facebook had just really come out. Yeah. We posted on Facebook, our, our moms we were started, <laughs> We started with a Facebook page. That right. was like when we came back from that trip, it was like, oh, well, we should create a Facebook page. Yeah. Right. That's what we're Remember supposed that. to do. Remember that. Instagram <laughs> did not exist. Like, and that's a blog, how old we are. <laughs> a blog, which we're terrible at blogging. But that was the other thing. We were yeah. like, oh, well, we should have a blog because that's what everyone's doing right now. So we started a blog. We started Facebook. And that was like, besides it randomly getting in the newspaper, that was really all we and did. Nine years ago? Mm -hmm. I'm just repeating that yeah. for everybody listening who's yeah. impatient. Yeah. Nine, <laughs> nine years ago. Nine oh, years yes. ago. You guys, it takes time. Right? <laughs> and, and to say, like, our whole journey with junk in the trunk, like, it was very, it was a very slow process. Like, 
Oh, I keep mean, going, we, keep going. We grew, <laughs> we grew a lot each market, but right. it wasn't like we all of a sudden then went from 600 people to 30,000. Like right. that was that was a lot of hard work and years, a right? lot of time mm-hmm. before we got that far. I mean, we went from the backyard to then we went to Westworld and we did lot. three <laughs> markets in the parking lot at Westworld because we like, couldn't afford the building. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like right. in the parking lot. And yeah. we actually stayed up. My my favorite like entrepreneurial <laughs> story is like we didn't have any money for security. So everyone's crap. We had 50 vendors at that point in a backyard or in the parking lot at Westworld, which is wide open. Anyone could get in. And we were like, oh, someone's got to watch this stuff. And so our husband, <laughs> like we stayed at, we stayed there till like 2 a.m. I think. And then Lindsay and I went home to like shower and get ready. And then our husbands like walked around in circles, like through everyone's stuff from 2 a.m. to like 5 a.m. when we got back. Wow. So that's that, cool. Bouncers. No, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> security. Personal security, yes. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Like you think the grassroots, are, and I, I tell people all the time, like if you're getting discouraged, like you have to do the work. This yeah. is not, yeah. there's no pill, there's no magic potion, even though I'm looking for it, guys. If I find it, I will let you know. But right. It doesn't I'll market exist. it. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll market it and yeah, build, totally. build it out a brand out of it. You'll start a business with a magic <laughs> pill. <laughs> well, and the other thing with that too is it's not it's, it's not like we have this big team. Everyone thinks that like we have this huge team that helps us do everything. I mean, one of the main reasons we've been able to be successful is because we have like kept it real small and right. been able to invest every penny that comes in is put right back into the business. So we've been able to grow because of that as well. I mean, it's not like, yeah, we have 20 people working with us. It's literally the two of us. My husband is full-time with us and that's, that's our team. Yeah. Yeah. And my husband volunteers um, on the the market weekends. We call him the director of smiles, our unpaid Mm -hmm. intern, Um, (laughs) but that's it. Like, and we have, you know, and our, our parents come help during the markets and family, but that's during the markets for so on a day to day, it's literally it's the three of us. So you're saying so many important things. Um, a doing the work. There's no magic mm-hmm. pill. Right. B reinvesting the funds that come in right back into the thing Gosh, that you believe that's so in. So hard to do though. Right. right. I know. Of course. <laughs> of course. You're like I see it. It's here, and now it's gone. <laughs> you you know I know, and, it, and it's funny because it's a great fleeting feeling for about two seconds. Oh, like yeah. oh, there it goes back out again. Well, you know? it's funny. People say to us all the time, like, well, you got, you must be millionaires. Right. And we laugh because it's like they do the math, right? Okay, you have 35,000 people that come through right. your door. You're charging $10 a ticket. Right. Well, that's how much money you make. Yeah. And you're like, do, do you not re- – like, it's – you know, and it's people who don't know better. Right. But it's like, have you heard of, like, taxes and um, like insurance the and the buildings and, right. like, you have to pay so much money. Like, it doesn't – you don't get – barely right. a sniff of that right <laughs> you know and it's, it does seem glamorous you're like oh yeah you know you spit the numbers out and you're like yeah. wow we're super successful but then you know i'm currently living in a 1600 square foot house with my family of six or 1200 excuse me um because we're sacrificing for a, a dream right and uh, it's like will this. like willingness of going i see that down the road yeah. this could be really good but right now you have to sacrifice you can't have it all you can't have the big house the nice cars 
no. and also run a business because it doesn't work. When you're yeah. running a business, it's like, oh, our cars are from 2006. Yep. And or our, 2004. Or t- yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, we're praying every day that they start when we get in them. Like Lindsay was coming into the store oh. the other day. She's like, sorry, my car didn't start. It's like, <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know? And it like people look at us and they're like, wow, you're so successful. And I was like, but what does that mean? Right. What does successful mean? And yes, I, I would say we, we are very successful and we're very blessed, but we've worked our asses off and we're also sacrificing. So right. it's not like we're um, all of a sudden you get to this point where you're like, oh, we've arrived. There's no arriving. There is no arrival point. Entrepreneurship. No. Right. There really isn't. It's it's ongoing. Yeah. The journey, as long as you're alive, right. <laughs> it's still going. Yeah. If I didn't wake up today, it would be over. Right. I've, exactly. I've met my arrival. Right. <laughs> you know. I've arrived. Well, I'm, I'm glad you bring all that up because uh, for one, you're right. Success is different to every single person. Right. And, and really, are they just using, basically at that point, they're just using a metric. Mm-hmm. And that's, for most entrepreneurs, it's not about the metrics. They only use the metrics as sort of like signals as to make decisions. Right. Oh, this is where we now need to do this. This is now where we need to go with that. This is what we need to spend, et cetera. Other than that, you know, the vision continues. It's right. not, it's an ongoing thing. And, and you know, yeah, right. People see just a certain number. They go, wow. Right. Like they don't see all these other things. Right. You know? Well, and it, we get a lot of, oh, wow, you're so lucky. Oh, yeah. And, which makes me, it right. makes me boil inside because I'm like, yes, we are, we live in America. So yes, right. we are all lucky. Right. But I mean, the part, it's not like all of a sudden, like I said, that you, you get this magic pill and everything's great and you have all this money and right. you're driving the nice cars. Like I'm, I, we've worked our butts off for yeah. for nine years and, and, and we still are yes right. we're still working our butts off it's right. still i mean we opened a store and Lindsay and kevin and i alternate we do 12 to 14 hour days right and there's still more to do when we get home and you have families that are now yeah. feeling totally neglected <laughs> <laughs> like one day kids this will pay off i promise right like are you but, sure because i'll be graduating right, right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> pretty <Yeah>. much <laughs> You know, um, but but again, it's it's very true. It's um, I think that that's the part that a lot of people miss are those kind of sacrifices, and and because I think so many people are very impatient. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. they they want. I think part of that impatience, actually, I know part of that impatience comes from the comparison game. Yes. Of well, they did it. They're doing it this way. They're putting on their events. They're doing all these things, and you're like, you're not seeing, which is what this podcast is all about. You're not seeing what's going on mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. It 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 has like the sacrifices are insane. Like I, sometimes I, I still sit and think about like, it'll be like, like I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, it was a Friday night and I'm putting together all these like graphics and things like that for the podcast, which is a podcast is this little thing <laughs> compared to all these other things. And I'm like, it's a Friday night. I'm doing artwork <laughs> of in, you know, in a software I had to learn. Right. All you my know. friends are out having fun and I'm working. <laughs> While so-and-so's at Nobu right. or wherever on their glamorous Instagram stories, exactly. I'm like, that looks delicious. Back right. to work. You right, know what right. I mean? Like, and it's just... Um, Eating my cold soup from Postmates. Right, right. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. you know, so I think I think people need to know and understand that when people are tied more to why they're doing it and they can feel it at a very intuitive state or level, I feel like then... The sacrifices aren't as tough to go through. It does suck when the rest of the world doesn't seem to get get you, of course. Right. But I think that at the same time, like you're willing to keep going because it's it's intuitive. It's happening at an intuitive place. Yeah. Would you agree? I mean, absolutely. You know. And I, again, I, and it doesn't like <clears throat> I agree with you, and I do think that there it does get easier. However, like I just had a breakdown to my husband the other night, like three nights ago, and like those Thank things you. still happen. Oh, you're like hell yeah, they do. I'm just in tears. I'm like this has to be worth it one day, right? Like yeah. it will, it will make it, oh, yeah. 
we will make it, right? <laughs> We're going to be okay, right? You know, and you have, because you are, you're investing back in your business. You're spending hours and hours and time away from your family. And, you know, it's one thing where you go, okay, kids, mom's going to be gone for like, I'm not going to see you in the morning or at night today. <laughs> and maybe not the next morning either because I'll be at work. But you get to do all these things or we get to do right. a family vacation or we have a nice house. Well, when you don't have any of that and you're like, okay, well, I hope that one day I get, you know, they look back yeah. and I know they're learning perseverance and they're, you know, we're, te- we're laying the groundwork for them, yeah. which is so important. But there are, there are still times, even in success, right? Whatever that looks like to you, you're going to have moments where you're like, this sucks. At least this once a week. not fun, right? <laughs> At least well, once a week. Well, like, can we just say that like we we're literally coming off of like the hardest month of yes. probably our entire lives. <laughs> our entire <laughs> Funny how the marathon keeps lives, getting. For right. sure. Right? Because we opened the Vintage Arcadia, which has our very first retail location, Vintage Market Home, mm-hmm. inside. We also just had a market in California last weekend. (laughs) And then we're also juggling all the kids' Mm -hmm. sports, all the homework, all the projects. And then while we're all gone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So the last month has been probably the hardest we've ever experienced. Um, And again, we're the ones working in the store. So when it's open, again, Mm -hmm. we don't have a big team. It's, it's, It's us. you'll see me or you'll see Coley or you'll see my husband for the most part. And that's it. It's us. So, and then juggling our other businesses all on top of it while they still Mm. have events and things going on at the same time. Is it? So it's been busy. It's all been great. And we're excited about it. And we want to be there. You know, it's like, it's our, yeah, it's our baby. It's our baby. So (laughs) So we're like, I don't want to like give control of my baby to someone else, but also it's like, it's the tug and pull and tug, right? right. Of like, every, I feel like every business owner, you're like, I want to be all hands in, but also I want to be doing, you know, and there, and you also have to have time to dream and, yeah. and build yeah. too, right? So when you're hands in and in the muck of the actual business, you're not being able to step back and go, okay, what's next? How are we going to do oh, this, yeah. this, and this? And dreaming to that next, that next thing. And so there hasn't even been time and we, we've been like, Oh, yeah. So we have this coming up. Anyone thought about that? <laughs> like, right. no, there's no time, you know? It's, so. it's hard. I think it's, it's, it can be hard to let go. I mean, I, I recently brought on somebody on to, to create a team like within the last half year. And it's funny watching areas where I'm like, uh, yeah, you should do that. And, <laughs> and somebody that can actually do it better than me, right. which I love. I want you to do it better than me, yes. be, you know? Uh, but it's funny. Uh, and she calls me out because she'll be like, you know, and, and when you're ready to let go on this and this, you let me know. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, I'm working on it. Do yeah. you do you? I mean, and it's listening to you guys talk about all these things you're doing and managing families. The um, empathy for complainers is probably not there. Right. I mean, because I, you because uh, I think you get so many people who are like, but how and this and you're like, find a way. Right. <laughs> you know? When people tell me they're tired, I'm like, mm-hmm. unless you've had a baby recently. You can't tell me you're tired. <laughs> right? You know. But, but again, how we all have our Cole, own threshold. Can I also say, Coley did have a baby. <laughs> and she went right back to work right after that. Month old. I mean, 10 yes. months ago. So yes. on top wow. of everything else. Yes. Wow. She did also have that going on. Unbelievable. So. Yeah. My sweet friends are like, I'm tired watching you. I'm like, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and the thing is, is though, it's a different energy though, too, because, is, like, because like, of course, anybody would be tired. Anybody would be tired watching you. For sure. 
but it's not their thing. Right. Yes. So if it were their thing, they'd be like, man, I'm energized and pumped. Totally. Because we operate on a frequency that keeps us going right. that that's the only logical, illogical mm-hmm. <laughs> reason right. we're able to have a, a, some sort of an energy to keep to keep persevering within something yeah. that we believe in. Right. And I think that's a big key because I think it, in this time and in Instagram and digital right. media and stuff, we do – we can tend to like glorify busy and be like, oh, she's super busy. She must right. be really important. And I do think going back to like that passion and what drives you of going, okay, it's not about – I, I would actually love to lay on the couch and do absolutely nothing for like 10 days straight. Like that Amen. sounds like a <laughs> Although I get dream. anxious sometimes totally. thinking like when I, I do, no, when I try I would it. probably be depressed, but right. it sounds amazing. Right. And so like, there's no, like, I don't know. There's just like, if there, it's not the glorifying of being busy, it's the, I got to just put my head down and get the work done. Right. And, um, and just knowing that that's kind of the, the season. Right. Yeah. And, and having that passion, which does drive you of going, okay, there is, going to be light at the end of the t- tunnel. And once that light comes, there might be something else that we're going to be putting our head down and working towards. But at least for this, this is a season. Yes. And just knowing like, okay, this is, I'm choosing. We all choose, right? We make choices. So nothing happens to us. We make these choices. So I'm, we're choosing to put our head down and have this time where we're pouring into our business, time, money, energy, all the things, resources. Um, so it, it makes it harder to complain because it's not happening to us. We're, we're choosing these things. So we're great. And it's all good things. Like I tell my friends all the time, I'm like, this is, it's really hard to complain about this because all these things that are happening are really, really good. And we're so thankful and grateful for the opportunities that we've kind of created. Um, but also the realistic of like knowing as an entrepreneur, I think we have a lot of in the foundress, a lot of women that are just starting out or want to start a business. And they're like, well, I as soon as I put a social media page out there, right, I'll get business. And you're like, no. Yeah, <laughs> we always right. say build it and they still might not come. Oh, yeah. It doesn't just happen. <laughs> right. Um, so just having that balance <laughs> of like we're not complaining, but also we want right. to bring that awareness of entrepreneurial can kind of get put on a pedestal like, oh, look how great you yes. are. You're a business owner. And it's like, well, yeah, like I was unclogging her toilets at, you know, her husband and I were literally like fixing a toilet the first day we're open. And it's like, we're in the toilet. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's not glamorous. Like I, we're literally in the toilet. Right. Like it's not a glamorous job. Um, that I, but I do think people from the outside look at it and go, wow, you're so lucky you're an entrepreneur. You get to work for yourself. And do you feel like it's our job to make sure that the general public, especially of budding entrepreneurs, know the reality both of you can take a stab at that please i i feel like y- yes and no i feel like we try to do that through the foundress um which is our women's networking yeah. group um and i feel like that's our place where we can share that because yes. every woman is there to build their business to network and i feel like that's the place for it so you're not going to necessarily see the hardships probably that we go through a lot of the time on our other business accounts like junk in the trunk or the vintage arcadia because i don't feel like that i don't know that it does i don't think it would resonate the same there absolutely where like at the same time what we're trying to build with the foundress is this community where they can encourage each other through the hard and the good encourage each other and be there for each other and so i feel like that's our place where we do share our heart and a lot of the not good stuff yeah and i i think too that it's just letting people know they're not alone because i think entrepreneurial like entrepreneurs can be 
really lonely because yes. you're like you are you're by yourself on a Friday night with your head down trying to get work yeah. done and you're like dang like some interaction and we're really lucky because we have partners so there's three of us so there's always someone to like okay you know what I'm going or through we're doing this together yeah. um, but a lot of times it's the one person and yeah. that one person is doing everything in their business and it, it does get lonely and so I think a lot of times we go well why is so-and-so posting this amazing picture she has 10 bajillion followers on Instagram. She's getting likes. People are showing up to her events. What about me? And going, okay, no, we've been there. It's, you're not alone. This is normal. And just be, even just knowing that and taking the complaining out of it of going, this is real. This is it. So you, you can accept it and sit in it or you, or do something else. Yeah. And that's okay too. Cause that this doesn't have to be for everyone. Entrepreneurship. Like my husband started a business. He's like, well, this sucks. I hate it. Like I would rather be in a team and collaborate with people and like he thrives in that yeah. like structure. So not, this isn't for everyone. And I think that's an important thing because I mm-hmm. think people can look at small businesses and go, well, that just looks so great. I want to do that. And then they get into it and they're, it doesn't work for them. And they're going, well, why, why do I suck? Why, why can't I do it? And it's just almost like bringing awareness of like, this is hard and it's okay. It's okay that it's hard and that it's supposed to be hard. This is normal. Mm-hmm. But if that's not for you, that's also okay. Like you're allowed to make that choice for yourself, you know? Yeah. Freedom has a very <laughs> um, high cost. Yes. Yeah. It's called responsibility, accountability, mm-hmm. and sacrifice. And yeah. it can take forever. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I've, I've heard amazing things about the foundress. Obviously, I'm not a member. <laughs> Nor would I be. Uh, and uh, just because it's a female group. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Just so people are like, wait, what? Um, but I've heard amazing things about it, and I'm glad that those are some of the types of discussions happening because we yeah. know what's happening with all the girl and the guy events happening around mm-hmm. the country, around the world. Um, and I think, uh, and I'd love to see an all like all inclusive because I, 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 men and women go through yeah. very similar things, yes. and these kind of conversations are very, very important to have. And I'm glad that they're being had because you're right; they see um, other. Uh, people on Instagram and I was I the way I tell a lot of my members of my community I'm like 99.9% is fake yeah. unfortunately I wish it were true right well in, because in you want people to do well is such a buzzword right. and let, they're like come on and they're like I've curled my hair put my makeup on so I can be authentic right like well that's not really authentic. right right you know and <laughs> it's the world we're living in unfortunately we're living in a very interesting time and I and I think that um creating space for people to be vulnerable and open themselves and even own mistakes of like, by the way, hey, I'm one of those people online that did this, like, and here's why I did it. And that's fucked up. And now like I need help. Like, let me let's like help me, you know, uh, you know, work through that or whatever it might be. Um, because it's okay. Like, I think mistakes are are perfect. They're fine, especially if they're also made in vain or ego. Like it happens. But owning it is a next step and creating a community where you can not only own it, but then help work through it and understand, okay, well, wait, why am I concerned with these things in the first place and how can I do better? And I think when you create a community like that, especially for your your business journey, your entrepreneurial journey, I also, by the way, like the fact that you said that it's okay to realize this may not be for me. <laughs> right. During that process. Absolutely. I can see why it wouldn't be for most people. <laughs> you right? know what yes. I mean? Like, yes. why does anybody want that much pain? I don't know. <laughs> right. You know, crying in a corner at least once a week right. in a fetal yeah. position. Um, Super fun. You know, is uh, my Friday nights. So, right. um, but yeah, so I, uh, the Foundress has been around for how long? A year and a half. Wow. That's, yeah. that's done 
really well so far. Yeah. Talk talk a little bit about like its growth and uh, what was the inception point for it? Like what what clicked and you're like, you know what? This conversation needs to be had a lot more um, and we're going to do this now. So I think from the very beginning when we started Junk in the Trunk, we had no idea how to run a business. Mm. Like we had, neither of us have any background in business at all. Neither of us actually finished college. Don't tell our moms, but. <laughs> Do they not know? Right. It's on the DL. <laughs> well, now the world knows. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now they all know. Um, but so we had no background. We didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know the first thing about starting a business. Again, social media was just starting to happen at that point, which we kind of rolled with it. But at the same time, we learned so much just as we went. So we were constantly trying to find places where groups, network. we tried tons of networking groups. No one had any clue what we were talking about or what we did. No one could wrap their brain around it. So it was really hard to have a conversation that? with anyone and about growing your business. Right. This was like pre-Joanna Gaines. Like we would go, we have a vintage market and they're like, huh, what's up? Right. And also owning your own business. Like we would go to networking events right. and everyone was corporate, which right. there's nothing right. wrong with that. But it, there was just no re- relatability. None. Of like, I can't help you and you can't help me. Right. And yeah. Yeah. So then we tried. So that wasn't working. So we tried going to like a bunch of blogging was big at the time. So we were like, okay, well, maybe like our, we can fit in more there. Maybe that makes more sense. So we tried a bunch of blogging events, which were great. Like we made some great connections, but at the same time, like, it was not helping us like right. really learn what we were to grow needing, a business and, like, what we business. were needing to learn about growing a business. And so, um, so we saw that need in the community, um, for a very long time. And however, we put our head down, we just worked our asses off trying to there figure no it all time, out. No, money, <laughs> no resources to start something else. Yeah. We didn't have, we didn't have the capability at that point. I don't think they even know with all of how to even get it started. So um, about four years ago, my husband came on full time with us. Um, and about the time he came on, he really started pushing us uh, to do a lot of other things that we had forever talked about doing. So he kind of was like, hey, it's, you either shit or get off the pot at right. this point because you keep talking about these things. And he's come. he came from... A business background and so he was able to see numbers and right. he kind of took all that off our plate so that we can then have the freedom to be the creatives and then he's also which is funny because he's also a visionary so he has like the long-term vision where we're creative and we we see problems and we can see how to solve them but he sees the vision for it so as soon as he stepped in took the the kind of business part out of our our like hands and then also casted the visions we were able to go yes okay this is it we're, we're just gonna do it um so yeah. that was a year and a half ago where we officially started <laughs> yeah and i advice. think too yeah Shit or get off the pot. right i mean at My some point you just that. have to stop yeah. stop talking about it and do right. it um and also i think w- when we went to these conferences there would be a speaker and mm-hmm. the speaker people would stand in line to say hi to the speaker who was put on this pedestal and was created to be this untouchable kind of person and the more we went to these conferences, we're like, gosh, I know this person. And they're amazing. They're amazing people. But it's like, what is the point of having this like 
speaker if they're untouchable, right? right? And so our whole concept with the founders is like bringing in these people who are, they're going to speak, but then they're going to sit at the table with you. Yeah. And they're going to look you in the face and go, this is how I did this, or let me help you get past this hurdle or whatever. And so it's our mentors who are in the room are actually up there speaking. And it's just this kind of like, you're like, oh, I'm sitting next to this gal. And then she goes and shares her story. Well, guess what? That proves that every single one of us in that room has a story that's just yes. as powerful to talk about up front. It doesn't have to be someone special. We're None of us are special. It's like, oh, we all have a story. And what is that story? And how did that get you from A to B? What did you learn from it? What failures did you have along the way that pivoted your business to create what you have now? And like celebrating each other's successes, like we talked about earlier, like we don't get to stop and celebrate. So this is a room where, hey, you get to celebrate without acting braggy or coming across like arrogant. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to celebrate you. And then we're also going to talk about, go, okay, here's the things that were hard this week. Here are the things that we struggle with. We literally start each meeting with networking where you're you're walking up to someone you don't know and we ask them to share a trial that they faced that week and a success that they had that week because those things are so important Mm -hmm. to us and we know that even again we we don't celebrate those things Mm -hmm. enough or even just voice the struggles that we had that week and so we see how it can be valuable to just voice those things that you're feeling inside. Mm-hmm. And it really just helps to build and encourage the community as well, building relationship with each other, because that was our other big reason in starting the Foundress was just creating that ongoing community with each other where you're constantly seeing each other throughout the community. Um, Because again, we would go to a conference and we'd have be on this great high from, you know, everything we learned and all the people we met. But then you come back to your your own home home and your own little (laughs) desk and computer in your room and all that's gone within a couple days. So it's creating that environment where someone is holding you accountable. You know yeah. you will see that person next month and they're going to ask you how that thing went. Or Well, and we have a membership, so they're paying monthly whether they come or not. And so it's almost like we've had a lot of people email us like, well, why can't I just pay when I drop in and have time to come to a meeting? And I'm like, because you'll never you'll never come. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're also like, for you, you'll never come, right? right? You don't prioritize it unless there's a sacrifice like we talked about, right? So if you're sacrificing, it's not a ton of money, but it's money. Yeah. So if you're putting that money out there, you're going to show up for yourself because you're Absolutely. like, I paid for that. Exactly. I'm not going to let that go to waste. Um, and again, we've kind of, we've seen it all happen of like, if you don't have that sacrifice, even if it's a small amount, you're just not going to prioritize it. Because guess what? Things are going to come up. Your kids are going to be sick. You're going to be tired. You're not going to feel well. Some big um, deadline is coming up or whatever. So those things will take precedence if you don't have that sacrifice. Tell them no dinner at, at no dinner at Nobu uh, this Friday right? night, exactly. and you'll have the next five months taken care of. <laughs> exactly, you know, I, true. Yeah, prior it's priorities. It's right. always priorities, yeah. uh, and people what don't even realize how much. For yourself, absolutely. Right? I think um, you touch on a lot of really, really important um, components. One, I agree with you in terms of um, the community at large, even here, um, it being needed. In, in quite frankly, not even just for women, but for men and women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you want to do a partner one more, it's called the founder. Let's do I don't it. know. <laughs> like, yeah, let's but, do it. But, my husband keeps yeah. joking about yeah. it because he's. Because he's the club we've created, yeah. and he's like, but I don't get to like because participate in that. It's very to your point. Um, I I dipped out of the networking scene 
years ago because it is very it's either corporate or like you know they bring in from the corporate tech and i'm like right. okay and first of all that route is nothing like i don't even care if you're cmo most cmos actually right. don't even have the kind of training we do um at our they don't they never actually got into the dirt they did the management route and had big budgets because they had a, a company that was making money quarter over quarter automatically right. from brand awareness. <laughs> That's another uh, episode. Right, exactly. But but um but I noticed that in the community a lot of times, yeah, there there just weren't those kind of um events. And then you're right, there were the ones where we put these people on pedestals and we know them and it's like, well wait, hold up a second. You know, that's not where we're distancing the human experience yeah. and um the sacrifices in the journey from the people who you know are a little bit earlier on to the people who are a little bit further along and we're not we're not you know making them more on an equal playing field because we live in an equal playing field time for sure now more than ever so i'm i'm glad to start seeing these new ways of doing things because my my opinion has been the old way has been out for a long time um they're still kind of hanging on and fighting the good fight and putting out there you know through you know their their uh pr of like come to this event and you know be wow and i think they'll still have people for years right um until they realize like wait a minute this high wears off because you need something that doesn't wear off and you need community and you need accountability and you need you know, reality, yeah. um, mixed with passion and drive and all those right. other things, so you know? True. So I, I'm glad you bring that up mm -hmm. because yeah, I know exactly those types of environments and, and what good does it do to put a person on a pedestal versus being like, they're, this is, this is this podcast right here. Like yeah. you're one of, we're all the same. We're right. all humans having human experiences. Right. So let's actually rip the bandaid off and talk about it. Right. What's really going well, on. Well, it's like little things. Like we don't put our speakers on a stage. They're standing, they have like a little pedestal, but yeah. they're, they're, they're not, on a stage and those are those are purposeful decisions of like nope everyone's the same like and again obviously the success is different there's people who are, are want to eventually start a business in there and there's people who have been in business for 28 years and so the mix of women is incredible because the women who are like we we always talk after you're in business for a good amount of years it does get mundane a little bit and it's it's because your head's down and you're trying to get that next thing or you're working toward that next goal you sometimes lose the fire and passion that yes. made you start the business in the mm -hmm. first place. So it's been amazing to watch the women who are just starting out have that fire and passion. And they are like, it's like wildfire, like spreading right. to the women who have right. been in business for so long. And they're like, oh my gosh. And they're partnering and collaborating, even though, you know, the, this gal is, hasn't even, doesn't have, like, doesn't even have a business name. But it's that passion and fire in their, like, in their hearts and souls that's then rubbing off on the women. And then the women who have been in business for 20 years are being able to mentor these women that are starting a business. And so it's been such a cool, like everyone gets something out of it. It's not just like a one way, like our mentors even, which we have there. They're like, I get, I feel like more out of this than right. They get fired up themselves. Yes. Really they get reinvigorated. Fired up. Well, I they was going to say it fires yeah. them up again, seeing other people's passion, but even just, I, even even like this where we're just talking about right. like where we've come from and everything that we've gone through to get to where we are again just recognizing the success that yeah. they've had and right. what they've had to go through to get there yeah and just being able to again say those things out loud is so valuable well i like the blend uh and i really respect what you just said um from a community aspect you've got because veterans feel can feel isolated tired exhausted like all these things you know depleted of energy mm -hmm. from their mm -hmm. from this journey even though doing well yeah. things are going but like um the process of having to reinvigorate themselves 
new people, lots of passion, lots of fire, no clue what to do. Right. So by putting these people together, their energy actually gets to help each other out. Absolutely. And I think that that's immensely yeah. important because and and veterans get to talk about ideas, you know, and knowing what works and what doesn't work because talking about it actually is also their own form of therapy and yes. also actually yes. helps them also solve problems for other companies well, and yeah. themselves. Yeah. And then new people like with feeling so excited and coming with new ideas can also help veterans be like, how do you how do you do that <laughs> totally. with TikTok? Like exactly right. like what's going on with that? Like or how do well, I do that with this new platform? It's or, been interesting because yeah. we get a lot of requests to be like people want to be mentors. And right. when we hear the quote of like, well, I don't know if the founders would be a good fit for me, but I really see myself being a mentor. We're immediately like, right. wrong, wrong. Because if you can't put yourself in the group. Where's the humility? Right? <laughs> but, and, and I get what they're saying, but also it's like, okay, if you if you think you're too good, quote unquote, or, yeah. or too experienced or have been in business for too long to be in in the group learning. Right. Then we don't we don't want you. Uh, you, know? you know, like <laughs> I love self vetting. People yeah. don't even realize that self vetting is a thing. Like I've <laughs> I've I've had some amazing all of you that have been on the podcast are amazing, amazing people. And while some are grossly like known throughout the world and some are just rising stars, it's interesting when you reach out to certain people and they're, you know, they kind of vote themselves off the yeah. island. You know yes. what I mean? And I'm like, like I like you. You just saved me a couple but, hours. Yeah, time. exactly. Crazy. Like, I like you. But, you know, before you get on your high horse, like, there's right. this person in your industry who's kind of like done it with a B, not an M or right. even a <laughs> T. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. so let's, you know, but uh, but it's good. Like, le- I feel like um, I always create the space to let people be exactly who they are. Yeah. I'm not here to convince anybody. I'm not here to also tell you how you should or shouldn't be. Like, so allow them to walk themselves right mm-hmm. off the island if they right. want. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we're probably not for you. Right. It's all good. Yeah. And because you also care about your community. I care about my audience. I, like, if you're behaving like that, they're going to be like, who is this guy? Well, they're going to right Who is this girl? Yeah. yeah, they're like, what's totally. uh, Oh, you know, so I think preserving the community right. at the forefront of what yeah. you ladies are doing is well, so and important. Well, if anyone thinks that they can't, They've been around long enough that they can't possibly learn anything. Oof. It's like, yikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, can't. we sit at the classes and the meetings, even just this last week, we started what's called the Founders University, but it's where our mentors are doing classes mm-hmm. at the Vintage Arcadia. And we sat there this last week and I mean, we taking were both notes? taking like, notes. <laughs> yeah. Took so much away from it just because, again, everyone has such a different journey in their yeah. business. They've done things totally differently than how we've done them. Mm-hmm. And you can learn so much from like hearing someone else's story and how they're doing it because it's worth trying it. What worked for, right. you know, one person is not going to work for the next person, but it may work for the following person. It's like, yeah. so... I feel like we're constantly changing and trying things differently, Always. but that's the only way to figure it out. Right. You can never stop learning. No. And no. nor are you supposed to. Right. No. Because there's like so much going on and so well, much it's adaptation. It's always too. changing. Adaptation, flexibility. Like yeah. you, you, you like, you know, <laughs> right. if you don't adapt, you die. It's kind of yes. like, <laughs> you know, survival of the fittest. No. Um, and then, okay. So you, the founders, what's, what's been, where do you, What's happening with that next? Where do you see it going? Because you mentioned Founders University. So some things yeah. are, are expanding with that. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to talk about because I feel like we've created this community that's unlike anything else. And we're getting so big, which is a great problem. But also, like, we we've kind of were joking the other day. I'm like, I feel like it's time to start breaking off into, like, branches. Mm. But selfishly, I'm like, but I want to be with everyone. And so right. I don't want to do that. So it's it's this balance of, like, growth, which is good and, and what we want, right? When we started this, we're like, 
we want one in every city and we want this. But then once we started the community, I'm like, but the reality of that selfishly, <laughs> I want to be with every, and I can't be everywhere. Right. 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 And so again, it's part of that letting go of going, trusting the process of we have amazing women that are lined up as mentors and they're very capable of kind of taking that on. Um, but selfishly, it's like, no, these women, we, we have 130 women right now that come every month and it's like, and it grows every month. Every month. Like it, it's been crazy, but we're already like maxing out are the like one of the largest hotels in the valley so like okay well how far can you know how big can we get before we need to start making it get a building. its own little i know <laughs> we've looked trust me we, we can't afford one that fits everyone well what's funny <laughs> is when we started the process on the vintage arcadia we created an event space in the back that's a thousand square feet with the hopes that we would be able to host the foundress there. But and at that time, in, we had 30 members. So we were like, perfect. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I have in the process <laughs> of the building, you know, the two-year process yeah. that it took us to get that open, it, Funny how. the group right. drastically <laughs> changed. And so now Surprise. it's not possible. Yes. So. <laughs> Again, great problem to have. But it, then it's, it's, it right. is a little bit of, of like sadness of like, gosh, like selfishly, we want to be with all every single one of these women. Right. I don't want to break off into groups. But again, I, I do think, you know, you kind of have to go what's best for the community. So right. if it's so big, then you lose that personal touch. You lose mm-hmm. that mission that we, st- the reason why we started the Foundress. So, well, and the ability just to know everyone in the room, right. which was our goal when we started it is to really be building that community, which if it gets too big, then you're not necessarily getting to know everyone and build relationship with everyone there. So right. Well, good, good problems. We're getting there. Good problems to have. Yeah. And it then is good problem. it allows you to innovate mm-hmm. because yeah. when you're constantly thinking right. about the end person, yes. the consumer, the, the community member, you have to think about how can we make this better while yeah. we grow. Yeah. And so it pushes your creative boundaries just the same. So, yeah. you know, blessed for those kind of things to happen, <laughs> even though they were like, man, you know, it's a that bummer, had to happen. But, it's good. but at the same time, it's like, yeah, because then you get to see, like, how do you get creative with, yeah. the growth um, and still making it feel that same way so you don't lose that that yeah. essence you know what I mean right. yeah that's amazing um yeah. where so like where can everybody find out about all of the things you got going on <laughs> online like it's just spit out every handle every website every so junk you know. in the trunk we do two shows a year here in Scottsdale mm-hmm. one in um, Pomona which is just outside LA and one in San Diego so all of that information is junk in the trunk vintage market on Instagram or junk in the trunk vintage market.com I'm sorry, it's like the longest handle. It's all good. <laughs> and then Foundress is just um, foundress.co is the website. On Instagram, we th- we tried to be fancy and now we're regretting it, but it's found.res, R-E-S-S. I don't know. Uh, we tried Instagram. to get fancy. It was just taken. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's trying to steal I love you guys keeping each other honest along the way. Like, that's actually not what happened. <laughs> we forget. See, yeah, right. No, it's all good. It's all and good. Then, and then our... Our new um, store is the Vintage Arcadia. <clears throat> so you can check us out there at thevintagearcadia.com and on Instagram. And so. then inside that, we have a store. So we own the building, which is kind of a collaborative community space. Yeah. Nice. With it in the building. So the Vintage Arcadia is the kind of the overall or overarching name. And then that is Chestnut is a local um, restaurant. So she's in there. Our retail, which is Vintage Market Home, is in there. And then we have the event space. So that's kind of all under the Vintage Arcadia. And then we have those separate accounts as well. And people think empires are easy to build. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's hard funny. just I, to explain I, it, right? I, no. I, well, I get it because like I weave together about seven, eight different things. People are like, you're mine. They're like, I they're like, I, like totally. I'm tired. I'm right? going to go home now. Um, the building. So uh, 
because you own the building um, and it's a co-working space as well. It's not co-working. However, a lot of okay. people do go and work there. Gotcha. Um, okay. But yeah, it's just, we have community tables so people can kind of sit gotcha. together. Um, it's, it kind of feels like a little uh, neighborhood um, party it's kind of every a neighborhood day. hangout. <laughs> yeah. um, gotcha. But it is, we're open from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day. So you can grab your coffee meet with friends there, do some work there. Um, but then you can Shop. also grab a cocktail later and the cocktails are, oh my gosh, they're, they're amazing. I've seen this on Instagram. <laughs> by the way. I'm a dude. So I, I didn't know if like, is this like a like, ladies only club? And I was like, no. this place looks dope. Like the <laughs> espresso martini is, what? Oh my gosh. All so right. you don't have to choose coffee or cocktail. You just mix <laughs> right? them together and you have like both at one time. I'm coming into this time. day perfect. No, we actually, no, the, the space is, I, I know our other our other businesses are female kind of focused, but this is obviously Very open cool. to the public. Um, We actually have a lot of guys that come and yeah. work because they're like, the Henry is packed. It's loud. Right, right. They shut your Wi-Fi off after two hours. Um, so this is a space where you can come. And we, like, like we said earlier, we do try to, we did try to make it feel very comfortable. Yeah. Um, it's very homey, so you can kind of come and post up, do some work. Just make sure you're spending money every couple hours to support us. <laughs> yes, and- <laughs> absolutely. I'd rather we won't I'd- shut your Wi-Fi off. <laughs> uh, right. I would tell people. I mean, like, support. You know, your friends and family the way you support. Yes. Uh, celebrities that you know nothing right. about, right? I mean, it's not mine. So you true. see the meme online. Yeah, it's yes, like, you know, it's support yeah, your true. friends and their businesses yep. the way you support, you know, Kim Kardashian. Right. <laughs> and, but, but why is that so hard? Right? Why? Do you want to do another episode on that? Yeah, we can right. do that on that if you <laughs> yeah. want, by the way. Let's next week. We'll be back next week. <laughs> well, and, and the irony, too, is that, like, I mean, I see what some of my – so I do support my friends and their businesses, and some of their work is just ama- – like, I'm yeah, like, incredible. this – Trumps this other stuff over here oh, like all day sure. long. It's like this stuff is so much better. Yes. Um, yeah. but I, you know, that's that's a whole other episode. You know, I'm and trying how to, to how to support the, your community around you and the people who you're doing life with. Well, I, you know what I've what I've told some people too is I'm like think about it this way: there is a reason why bigger brands are doing the amount of acquisition, the most acquisitions they've ever done in the history of 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 business because they're watching these newer brands, Mm -hmm. unknown brands, rising star brands who have community built around them and have um, higher price points Mm -hmm. in some ways because there's more of that personal touch and the branding and the details and the packaging and all of these things. So if those people are interested, I think you can be interested (laughs) just the same. You know, it's like, and they go, Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. In fact, you want to be a trendsetter. So use that stuff Mm -hmm. that, you know, before the rest of the world takes it by storm. So, you know, I I try all these little ways to like focus them on our friends. You know what I mean? So true. This was amazing. Um, You guys are welcome back on anytime. Great. I I tell everybody it's (laughs) a journey driven podcast. (laughs) So uh, life is changing daily every (laughs) second. With you guys, it's easily changing. (laughs) Like as we as we were on this podcast, you have three new businesses. Yeah. Um, and I really, I really do appreciate both of you coming on the show. Um, so uh, at found.ris, yep. R-E-S-S for foundress on Instagram, at junk in the trunk vintage market yep. on Instagram. Just make sure you type in the vintage market part. Because if you just type part. in the junk in the trunk, <laughs> you will be... Yeah, what, you what will you find? You, you don't, don't want to know. know. You don't I know. Want <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to call that out. hashtag just junk in the trunk, just FYI. Yeah, yeah. No Lots rap video girls or yeah, like yeah. got it or worse, got surprises. it. Yep, worse, <laughs> worse. So at junk in the trunk vintage yes. market. There you go. And then junk in the trunk vintage market.com, founders.co. Yep, yep. The vintage Arcadia. The vintage Arcadia for those of you in town or for those of you out of town and you come to Phoenix, yep. mm-hmm. that's the place to go check out. And Vintage Market Home, we are actually launching our website here soon. So Oof. check it out. 
Does Martha Stewart know about you guys yet? <laughs> no, Have but you... she should. She probably. Let me tell you something. Those people watch more than you think. Yeah. They really. I have found like uh, as things grow over time, and you start. You know, it's interesting when you end up in some random conversations with you know pretty interesting people, and they go, "Yeah, I've heard." I'm like. What have you really? heard? Yeah. You know, like, what'd you see? <laughs> it's like they're watching. They like they want to see how far. They're like, let's see if they're gonna embrace the same sacrifices I went through. Right, right. <laughs> and with it's Martha, so it's jail. So I don't know about that. <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean, you never know. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. no, no. But I mean, I, look, I think you guys, what you're doing is incredible, and I and I and I like the um the purpose and intention behind everything you're doing, and it's done from a soul place. And I think that that's what's really yeah. important because there is no ending. There's only expansion constantly in that. Yeah. And like there isn't an if, it's just constant building of yeah. on the when. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's really cool what you guys have done so far and for nine years and for owning where <laughs> you're at and for still being very humble uh, in the process. I think quite frankly, I think entrepreneurship is the most humbling it humility yes. exercise that anybody can do. I'm like, oh, I must really have wanted this pain. You know, and and I and by the way, so I, I really cool, I really appreciate when you did say um you know, when you like with a with a breakdown or or like when you have those moments, they do yeah. they still happen. Like oh, I yeah. literally sometimes I literally will be like in my kitchen at, for some random reason and be like, why why much, right? why am I doing this? <laughs> right. Why am I doing this to myself? I'm yeah. like, there's got to be a bigger thing. And you just you just I think when you're depleted of energy and you're having a bit of a run, which is good, but you're yes. and you're tired, you can easily find yourself there just the same. And it, it doesn't always go away. Like everybody thinks it'll right. go away as you get further along. It doesn't. I just think it just gets more manageable and we still have a breakdown. So right. it's all yes. good. Yeah, <laughs> we do. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate you both. Thanks for Awesome. Listening. Thank thanks you. Thanks for having us. Yes, thanks for having us. Ab- this is awesome. Absolutely. So for Coley Arnold, Lindsay Holt, uh, founders of Junk in the Trunk Vintage Market. You can check them out at junkinthetrunkvintagemarket.com, Junk in the Trunk Vintage Market on Instagram. Uh, the foundress, uh, foundress.com. Founders.co and found.res on Instagram uh, because they're being clever and creative. (laughs) Uh, Really appreciate both of them coming on the show. And you guys know, please uh, go support them. Go like them. Go follow them. Go comment. Go DM them. Go ask questions. Go to their websites. Like I say this a million times on every episode. These people purposely would like you to interact with them. I just always say make it appropriate and be valuable. You know, understand that their their time is very important as well. So, you know, just take that into consideration when you approach. Please bring value when you approach <laughs> versus just saying me, me, me. Give me, give me, give me. I want your life. Uh, try instead, you know, helping them out in some way and connecting on, on a community level. But everybody that comes on the show, it's all about connecting. And I really appreciate each and every one of you guys. Thank you for all the ratings and reviews that you've been leaving me. They mean the world to me. Uh, apparently, they mean a lot to Apple. So I'm very grateful for that as well, too. Uh, and so for my amazing guests and for myself, Matt Gottesman, and for The Hustle Sold Separately, we are out. Oh, 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 oh,